0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 74 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast.
1: 74, it's a good number. It is. We're almost yeah.
0: there. Three quarters of the way to 100%. We're
1: almost in the, the gravy 80s. Are we going
0: to quit at 100? Are we going to do 100 and tap out? It'll be three digits. Listeners, let us know if you'd like I'm just playing. <laughs> I guess,
1: I guess we'll think about it in 26 weeks. And we're
0: not stopping at 100. Uh, this week is a special episode. Uh, Doom 1, 2, and 3 have been re-released on Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation, along with their DRM DLC. Nintendo will fix the Joy-Con drift issue we discussed last week, even if it's out of warranty. Uh, the Fallout 76 uh, Trials and Tribulations continue as their future plans have been outlined for that game. June NPD figures are up. They were actually mm-hmm. out last week, but we had a shit ton of news, so we'll kick it around this week. Two GameCube games have been t- trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. almost said trending on Twitter. That would have been more accurate. Yep. Pillars of Eternity 2 is coming to the Switch. I think that was just announced. I put it in news, but I don't think that was news.
1: No, or that was not It was news like a surprise thing because the page just went up and it was like 10% off, I believe. Secret announcement.
0: And EA Access PS4 is live. As of today, I misspoke last week and said it was live. You were correct. It was the day after. Uh, and we have the list of games that are coming to that service. I'm Richard Bergman. Joined tonight by Cesar Concepcion on the second. I am here. Welcome, sir. We thank
1: bow, you. We bow like We're mm-hmm. actually on
0: camera for every episode. Also,
1: I just got a, a thank you and goodbye letter from Ultraviolet.
0: Uh, they've been sending me those. Please convert your movies. Da 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 da. But I already moved everything off of there. You were good as well. I never used them, so. You never redeemed anything from Ultraviolet? The old digital copies? Mm-hmm. Back in the day? I,
1: was, I always went through uh, Voodoo, which was linked to Ultraviolet, so I don't lose anything. So it was you were already good to go? Yeah. I was. I played the smart hand and went with the Walmart brand. I think my very
0: first digital movie I ever redeemed was Ultraviolet. Like, old, old. I'm
1: going to go with Voodoo. Still Voodoo for you? Mm-hmm. Did they
0: buy Ultraviolet? Is that what happened?
1: No. Ultraviolet, I think, is owned by uh, Sony. It just went away. They retired it because Sony uh, goes through uh, movies anywhere. God bless Movies Anywhere. Which is uh, Disney-owned, so.
0: It is my favorite. Used be. And I'm randomly picking up uh, codes for super cheap from places.
1: It's not a bad system. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Until they take it away. Like Doom 1 and 2 for Xbox Live? The 360 versions?
1: Oh, no, they're just buried somewhere (laughs) now. (laughs) They're hard to find. Yeah.
0: They're back now. So uh, we'll go ahead and jump into news. I tried to segue there. Uh, That was a... Article on raw chicken that probably doesn't apply. Uh, the first three Doom games were kind of stealth. Do we want to go ahead and go into news? I guess we're there, right? Yeah, we're already there. The first three Doom games were stealth announced. They actually came stealth announced
1: out. this uh, can opening here. Let's see. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that did well.
0: Yeah. Um, I think they oh, went, they uh, went live on the UK eShop. I think like an hour before the Bethesda show,
1: the it QuakeCon. It was. Uh, it wasn't live. It was like a info page, and then they took it down.
0: This comes from The Verge. Bethesda's first three Doom games are available in this Switch today. In order to play the titles, players will have to do something they never worried about with the originals. Connect to the internet and log into their Bethesda
1: accounts. Hmm, 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 hmm. sure so that was supposed to only supposed to be temporary, right? It's like, uh, whatever, their Doom Slayer Club or... Yes. ...for stats and all that. Which I joined for the...
0: Hopefully to get, like, a Doom Eternal invite for beta or something. I joined as well, yeah. That's I mean, right. it's
1: the first thing they had on there. I, bet I, I bought it on, Con like, a uh, PS4, so... You can jump on PS4. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy the Nintendo version.
0: I got Doom One for Switch and mm-hmm. downloaded it, but I haven't tried it out yet to confirm the uh, the DRM. I typically my Switch dock, so it wasn't, at this point, was no point. So I had it at work when they announced. I was so. like, let me mm-hmm. let me download it. I'll give them four bucks to buy Doom again. So these are, I think, part of the controversy here with the DRM-enabled Doom is that Doom literally started out as one of the most famous examples of freeware out there mm-hmm. this game from 1993 that you could play for free all of a sudden has to connect a uh a digital right management lasso around it my uh, truth yep lasso of truth i do have an update for that though they they quickly uh after the internet scorn the internet warriors busted out uh bethesda has said they will remove the online login requirement from the doom re-releases And as you said, Cesar, all it was there for, according to Bethesda, the Bethesda net login requirement was included for the Slayers Club to reward members for playing the classic Doom games. The login should be optional, and we're working on changing the requirement to optional now. So it just looked worse than it was, basically. It should be optional.
1: I'm sure that's what the intention was. There's been
0: some great uh, memes to come out of this, the the internet geniuses, as I call them. Mm Mm-hmm. They, they managed to wrap that, that BethesdaNet prompt, login prompt for those Doom games into like, what do we see? Final Fantasy VII, Super Mario Bros., mm-hmm. Mario 64. It was Peach saying the, that instead of being able to come get the cake, Mario had to sign into his Bethesda.net account.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, the very <laughs> ending. Or the beginning
0: when she's like, I baked you a cake, come to the castle, mm-hmm. Peach. Mm-hmm. All right, so that drama has quickly subsided. Uh, is it cool to have Doom 1, 2, and 3 playable on things again?
1: Yeah, we're just missing Doom 64.
0: Which was also uh, the copyright was re trademarked or something. Did you see that? I saw that as Registered well. Registered with Peggy, mm-hmm. I think. Um, Michael uh, Michael McLeod, fellow NoFodcast resident, is a huge Doom 3 fan, apparently. So he was. There's there's ways he can tell like if a game is the BFG edition or the original. And apparently he's determined this is the BFG edition. With all the DLC, like there's certain things you can tell. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what makes it the BFG edition. There's apparently like a deal with the flashlight that's different. He didn't really elaborate. We'll have to get him to.
1: No, I'm to saying write it in includes, that includes all the the DLC in there as well.
0: Right, but that uh, that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. I thought that would automatically make it no, the BFG edition. It doesn't. Yeah. No, I didn't know. Not that that
1: saying this. includes all the.
0: That was news to me. The DLC in there. Yeah. Yeah. But you get Resurrection of Evil, and what was the other bit? I don't remember. There was like three of them. listening. Yeah, that. you get something else with Doom three, but Doom one and two are four bucks, and Doom three is eight. I think. Do you remember what the price of it was? Uh, four
1: ninety nine, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. That's was... twenty dollars for all three.
0: It was ten dollars for uh, Doom three. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's 20,
1: 20, twenty for all. Dollars. I was paid nineteen ninety seven or something. Yeah, nineteen ninety seven on the PlayStation Store for all three. Still
0: not bad. Doom 3 was one of those uh, tech showcases for a long time. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of other news out of outside of the uh, QuakeCon. I didn't think Quake was still that big of a deal. Why Why is there still a QuakeCon? That's where it all started. People will come, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other bits of news are for Fallout 76. There's going to be a new map for their Never Nuclear Winter... Never Nuclear Winter. A new map for their Nuclear Winter mode, which is their uh, Battle Royale.
1: A game that everybody should own because it was free at some point for some people. $10 for others. That's true.
0: Yeah. I think I got it for 10 and haven't played it and could have got it for free. Um, There's also new raids coming. So Nuclear Winter, which is their 52-player Royale mode, is Mm -hmm. getting a new map called Morgantown. The current map is more rural. This one is going to be set in an urban environment. And coming sooner than that is a new vault raid. Set in Vault 94, the new raid will feature three missions that will rotate weekly and will support four-player groups. Completing these missions will reward players with new armor and social rewards. Bethesda also confirmed they are working on another raid, but didn't give any specific details on that raid.
1: Maybe one day, I don't know, once I start reading people saying, this is actually good, and then I might be like, all right, time to pop the disc in. It'll be the Final Fantasy XIV of uh, Fallout games? You would hope. You would hope everything. I mean, you're, you're hoping the next Final Fantasy XIV of uh, anything would be Anthem.
0: It's true. Anthem could stand to make some good ground like this.
1: I mean, they're, hopefully they're pulling that No Man's Sky thing where they just don't say anything and just make changes at some point. They just it's do a like soft reboot? Yeah.
0: You saw a couple of weeks ago the... the no Man's Sky guy was out there offering them some, some suggestions. Mm-hmm. Sean Murray, I think he was calling out Anthem and Fallout 76. Yeah, like, here's what you need to do. Don't say shit. Just
1: <laughs> keep working behind the scenes stay, and say, like, here's stay an update. Right,
0: yep. Because they did. It's that, a total redemption story.
1: Yeah, because even then, even with the updates, people say, give them still give them shit. And they just kept doing updates, updates, and updates until they got it to where they needed it to. So.
0: Yeah. And it wasn't as promised. Like, I think Russell was a day one adopter. I think he put the full, full 60 bucks down. Mm hmm. But uh, they got there. Have you put any time in No Man's Sky?
1: An hour or two, maybe? It's an
0: hour or two more than me. I even popped it in and updated it. when that You know when that first big expansion came out, or the mm-hmm. first big fix, or whatever it was? I popped that in and tried it out. Or, I didn't try it out, I uploaded it, just to get it updated. Mm-hmm. Never went back to it. Fallout 76.
1: I mean, it got buried under a bunch of releases, so... It did. That was able to kind of go... After all the years.
0: Uh, I wonder what the co-op thing is. You think that's just the raid stuff? I would imagine. Oh, and cooperative vault raids.
1: Yeah. Probably multiple people. I don't know. That game is weird. Because it's like they got a lot of... They don't really have NPCs in there, right? It's like other people in there and they do role-playing.
0: Right, but uh, one of the promises for the update is going to be NPCs. Yeah. To make it more of a Fallout game. Elder Scrolls.
1: I just don't know if I want to play a LARP in a video game. <laughs> somebody pretending to give you missions? Yeah, like that one where somebody was doing like that weird dungeon and they just sit there up top watching everybody running around and dying. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It's like, <laughs> who, who does this for six hours to stare at people dying? You're just part of their fantasy? It's like, this isn't even NPCs. like a real fucking person. Yeah, like, yeah. I got your asses. Yeah. Arrgh. Yeah.
0: Whatever, they, whatever gets their rocks off, right?
1: Sure, why not? I mean, that's what games are made for. It's <laughs> just it's a little creepy for me. Just to harass people? And yeah, people do that anyways without video games. So. That's true.
0: An update on last week's story. Nintendo will reportedly fix Joy-Con Drift for free, even out of warranty. This story comes from The Verge, but I think uh, Patrick Klepek was the first one to report it mm. on Vice News.
1: It was an internal memo that somebody had leaked to him. So I don't think this is officially out there. Yep. Vice
0: says it's obtained an internal Nintendo memo that not only instructs the company's customer service division to repair those controllers for free, but even issue refunds for previous repairs, all without needing to prove that you actually purchased mm-hmm. a Switch and have a valid warranty. If true, the no-questions-asked refund would be a pretty clear sign that Nintendo is copying to the issue, but also a sign that the company is ready to take care of affected customers.
1: I'm sure it's a response to the litigation they got pending, this part probably why. I'm just getting ahead of it. Because they said um, that... That uh, memo or that rule did not apply to the Nintendo of Europe. I am reading that somewhere too. Hmm. And I, I think that's the reason why, because there's no outgoing litigation in that
0: region. So. The suit was filed here, right? Yeah. Oh, so it's just an Nintendo of Europe getting ahead of it before anything can happen. Or America. Like, hey, we yeah. took
1: care of it. Yeah, we're on it. And That way, if something does happen, they're like, yeah, we saw we we're on it. Yep. So. so we were hoping
0: for a response, and this is kind of it, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're fixing it. Hopefully, we get a permanent fix. So this issue would stop happening so
0: I thought the last time they had come out it was a you know it was a launch issue thing and they had they would remedied that and got that was the,
1: the connectivity issue where it was dropping yep. wirelessly I'm was that that same left Joy-Con it was the same left one yeah that was the trouble one some people I've seen uh, somewhere there very rarely the right one was giving them there's something with that um, analog knob, some kind of strip they use under there it's not
0: just on that left one this it, all, yeah. it's the left shark of controllers mm-hmm. <laughs> alright so hopefully that we uh, will get an official announcement it won't just be a well reported
1: I doubt we'll get an official announcement unless no there's a court case
0: you're right it may not be an official announcement it may just be multiple people saying that they've called them up with no issue I think that's already coming out right mm-hmm. yeah so they are doing
1: something about it, it seems to be 50-50 50% of people say they never had issue. 50% of the people say they have constant issues so does your cousin still have any of the, the
0: ones that he was having issues with?
1: No. Third set finally solved it for him. So far, yeah. so good. He was able to just straight swap them out? Yeah, in store. Yeah. I got you. Are you going to see about your
0: pro controller? The Eventually. having the issues? Mm-hmm. I'm going to just give it a go and see what they say. All they can say is no. Did you send them a picture of your Switch uh, collection. And your Wii U collection and your GameCube collection. be like, hey, I've been there.
1: you yeah. got to be there for me and they'll, they'll treat it like any other person who comes in on the old retail spots I worked in and say hey, you know how much money you spend here they'll just fall and trash right. it. it's like you and everybody else that comes in here buddy yep
0: plenty of people yeah we don't need your business we got millions of others I was others.
1: like I'll never be here again don't worry about it somebody will replace you on the way out they will yeah
0: they'll buy the CD you put back down yeah <laughs> we don't need you oh god did you really think that were days that bad
1: uh I didn't think that that's stuff my manager would say sometimes so. yeah you know, they wouldn't take it with stride. They were like, hey, there's somebody else right behind you. They, they wouldn't take it personally. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever.
0: I think about it sometimes, some places. Like, I'm just looking over. I'm thinking about my like what my account would mm-hmm. look like, just the receipts from this place. Like, really, do you want to call me out on, you know, $2 here or $3 there when I spend, when I got all these transactions here? Yeah. But you got to run a business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's kind of go out of order for a second just because we're on the Nintendo kick. Uh, Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker and Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door have recently trended on Twitter. And you think you've got one of the, one of the reasons pegged?
1: No, I went I went into the trending thing, and the reason why is because they said there was a a delay into a Wind Waker-type game, and that's somebody was like, oh no, I saw Wind Waker in there. It's because of the delay. This game, because some uh some bunch of the gaming articles tagged this game as Wind Waker for Switch. They said that's what it looks like? No, they call it Wind Waker Switch. Oh, God. It's it's like whatever the game is called. I thought that was that one
0: Vita game that ended up coming out for Switch and PC Mm -hmm. and iOS and everything else. What was that? Russell played the hell out of the demo.
1: It's like Ocean something. Ocean Horn. That's right. So I put in Wind Waker for Switch to get the name of the game, and I got something way, way (laughs) not good. What the hell did you get?
0: God he's sliding this over. What is happening? Is that a love pillow? That's
1: a wall scroll. I uh, that's a very scantily clad wall scroll. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. How's that the number one search? It says link the Legend of Zelda HD print. And it's- That's not
0: official art. That is definitely fan art. And
1: he is like writing her. <laughs> oh god. Oh the Legend of Zelda is fully vivid and right in front of our faces. It was not what I expected. I was like, <laughs> this is not what I was looking for. Now's in my search history. The Wind Waker Wall Scroll of Legend. There we go. Summer Mara will bring Zelda Wind Waker vibes to the Switch this September. That's what it's called. Summer in Mara. Summer in Mara? Mm-hmm. Summer in Mara. All right, so where does Paper Mario come from? Um, I don't know. Unless uh, they, some, somehow it got from there and people started listing their top... 10 GameCube games on there GameCube list yeah. got kicked off I've seen a lot of people batting the uh, Pixar listing around
0: you want to take a shot at the Pixar listing top Pixar movies mm.
1: I think our number one is the same well I mean the, my number one's coming on 4K on September 10th I already got it pre-ordered so. and that is Ratatouille Ooh, also my number one my least favorite one's also coming on 4K September 10th and I have a pre order And it's, uh one of the Cars movies no Good Dinosaur Good Dinosaur is that bad? Yeah, it's alright. I've never seen The Good Dinosaur. Cars 1 was... N- Garbage. Cars 2 was a lot better. It was like James Bond.
0: I do not like any of the Cars films. Mm-hmm. Ratatouille is my number one. I would say Up is number two. Toy Story is number three. I might round out the whole top five with Toy Story films. It may be one, two, and three. I
1: love the Toy Story movies. What's your top five, sir? Uh, Easy. Uh, Ratatouille, uh, Incredibles, Incredibles 2. i still never seen either of the Incredibles. They're very, very good. Um, I wish the second one was almost as good as the first one. first one is fantastic. A lot of times I can throw on the first one and just put it on play and it, I end up watching the whole thing, no issues. Really? Yep. Um, Monsters, Inc. at number four. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot that one.
0: Number five, you gotta wrap it up. Mm, gotta look them up. Pixar flicks. You can count their short films like the old man playing chess. It's
1: probably gonna be Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo is a good one. Mine, 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 mine,
0: mine. Let you have Finding Nemo. That's top tier.
1: That's it. Yep, that's it.
0: That's five. Top five Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. You, you've got us figured out. After that, do we know what the Paper Mario trend is for?
1: You just said it was uh, people wanting It somehow turned Game into Master. like a GameCube thing. You know, like top 10 GameCube list or something like that. It's funny how lists pop up
0: and start trending like that.
1: Because I just saw a bunch of tweets on there. It was like, look to see when Waker was trending. Uh, tweet, uh, trending. <laughs> Didn't see announcement for Switch. Got mad. Got mad. Yeah, and I'm like, that's all everybody kept saying after that. I'm looking to see if Paper Mario, Paper,
0: it doesn't look like Paper Mario is still trending latest uh, somebody's just talking about a remaster for one and two one um, that actually look at that cover art somebody did a good job Paper Mario Paper Mario a Thousand Year Door and Paper, Super Paper Mario they did a great job oh there's a petition that's what it is
1: Yeah.
0: remaster Paper Mario everybody's asking Paper Mario came out on Virtual Console has it gotten any other port is it just that one
1: yeah, it was only on the um, Wii and Wii U, I think, virtual console.
0: You would have thought the first one at least would have been a good candidate for like a, a 3DS port, right?
1: No, we just end up getting one of the various sequels on there. Yeah, there was the, the sticker. sticker one. Mm-hmm. And the crossover with the 2D ones. The Alpha Dream games. The GBA port style mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. And then we got the Wii U one, which is the last one they had, the Color Splash or whatever the hell that shit is. Was that one any good? It came out right at the end of the Wii U lifecycle, and the, I think it was like very middling. When the Wii U was dead. Because you ever, you ever hear people talking about the Wii U remaster ports to Switch? Nobody ever really throws that one up
0: there. So. Nobody's clamoring for Paper yeah.
1: Mario. I think the last one everybody wants is a uh...
0: Mario Three D World.
1: Is that, um, that Fire Emblem game? That mixed with Persona, I forgot it was called. Tokyo Mirage yeah, Sessions? F.E. Tokyo Mirage, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, staying on, somehow we're on a Nintendo kick. June 2019, MPD figures were announced. They actually came out on July 18th. And this is according to VentureBeat. The game industry is still contracting as the current console generation comes to an end. Hardware sales continue to plummet for Microsoft and Sony. And software sales are essentially flat. Uh, June 2019 tracked spending across video game hardware, software, accessories, and game cards, reaching 959 million. MPD analyst Matt Piscatella said that's 13% lower than a
1: year ago. All categories of spending declined.
0: Um, Software.
1: I would imagine Nintendo started declining too with the new console coming out soon. Oh, I'm sure they're going to.
0: Because even if you weren't going to buy the Switch... I keep wanting to say Switch Mini for some reason. Mm-hmm. Even if you weren't going to purchase a Switch Lite and you were looking at the dock and the removable Joy-Cons and all that, there's there's a better model coming, you know? Mm-hmm. There's better battery and all that. Uh, your top ten games are Super Mario Maker 2, Crash Team Racing Nitro-Fueled, Mortal Kombat 11, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> How does this happen? Number five is Minecraft. Number six, Super Mario Bros. Ultimate. Number seven, Marvel Spider-Man. Number eight is NBA 2K19. Still, number nine is Mario Kart 8, and number ten is Days Gone. Not bad showing for Days Gone.
1: And we'll see what happens with uh, Death Stranding coming out this fall, and then you have um, Last of Us 2. See if there's any uptick in consoles. I don't, I would not imagine. So since they already came out front and said PS5 is going to be back, to compatible PS4. So I hope so. It doesn't.
0: It almost seem like that software is being sent out. Well. You've got a massive install base, so it's not like it's I mean, not going to sell.
1: I don't know if you, that's what I'm saying. You, you might just serve the people who already own the consoles versus moving new ones.
0: There were plenty of late gen games for last, you know, last generation that did perfectly fine.
1: And you the saw the GTA 5s The Last of Us, and you saw the Dying Light Two just got announced with a PS Five and Scarlet version. So really, I just read an article about that. They just confirmed that it's it's coming on the next gen console. They're still
0: working on that first one. That first one still gets content updates. Yeah. Dying light's crazy.
1: Or down like those. It's supposed to be on PS4 and Xbox One, remember? so that it's, it's coming out on both. So at that point, it's like you just kind of killed it for me. Now I was like, mm, I'll just wait for the next ones to come out. Right, Since they're gonna be right around the corner, probably.
0: You don't think the current gen discs will upscale to the new ones, whatever that technology is gonna be?
1: I 100 percent think they will. I'm 100 think they will sell a disc with the the current gen. I want to this on there. I want to hear some more details on that. Um, Super Mario. Somebody's going to fuck it up. I'm just waiting to see who's going to do it. And how, how, how they're going to fuck I'm it up. I'm doubtful Microsoft will, but we'll see. Who's going to put
0: the upgrade stamp on there? Yeah. $10. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 is June's best-selling game, said Matt Fiscatella. Super Mario Maker 2 set a new record high for launch month sales of a Mario Maker title, surpassing both the September 2015 release of Super Mario Maker and December 2016 release of Super Mario Maker 3DS. Crash Team Racing ranked as the second best-selling game of June. Um, c- c- continues the great sales of Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is what they said. Mortal Kombat 11 is the year's best-selling game so far and is continuing to do well. Lifetime sales of Mortal Kombat 11 have now surpassed those of Mortal Kombat 2011 placing Mortal Kombat 11 third in franchise history with lifetime sales trailing only Mortal Kombat 10 and Mortal Kombat 3. Good for them. Mortal Kombat 3, whoop. That got released on a ton of shit. That's why it sold so well. First on Super Nintendo and
1: Genesis. Super NES, Genesis. I know there's a PlayStation port. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's a Saturn port. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that had a. It wasn't a 64 one because more commonly get back in 64
0: to four. Four, gold I think, and trilogy, on 64, and then the Sub Zero game. Gold is on Dreamcast. I don't think Gold got a Super or a Nintendo 64 release. I might be wrong on that one. Send your corrections to Russell, nofodcasts at gmail.com. And he will address someone he can. Uh, I kind of saw this coming, but the excitement for the new Spider-Man Far From Home movie drove fans back to Sony's hit game. Mm -hmm. Marvel Spider-Man returns to the top ten, ranking as the seventh best-selling game, and is the fifth best-selling title over the trailing 12-month period. Marvel Spider-Man continues to be the best-selling superhero game in U.S. history. Um, Another podcast we listen to, it may just be me that listens to them. But they they actually ranked out the top ten best selling uh, superhero games mm-hmm. from Matt Pescatella. and it was uh there were some surprises on there. Um, Arkham City was way above Arkham Asylum, like almost twofold.
1: Arkham City was really good. That was probably the last Batman game I enjoyed. What city? Mm-hmm. Arkham Knight was okay. Arkham Asylum was a surprise. That it was very well done because that's when after that, that's when uh, Warner Brothers took the game back. Did you play a bunch of Origins,
0: the Bastard Studio? Uh
1: a little bit. It was just seemed bland and boring. Did it? It was just yeah. yeah. Trying to
0: read the rest of this here without going on all these lists. Did they do consoles? I didn't see hardware in this thing.
1: We didn't know what hardware was in okay, the subscription want. services.
0: Was it the Switch again? I would
1: imagine. With yeah. Mario
0: Maker and all that coming out.
1: I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the Switch every month for the rest of the year. For a while. Yeah. Uh,
0: Kingdom Hearts 3 was also a big seller, and it's worth noting they say that Red Dead Redemption 2 has not replaced GTA 5 as Rockstar's money printing microtransaction factory. GTA 5 ended the month as the number 4 selling game. Red Dead has dropped to number 12 behind Rainbow Six Siege. But Red Dead has outsold GTA through the first six months of 2019. That's important to note. I do not see consoles in here.
1: They didn't go over this one software i mean we know what the noise on the console was they usually say though right i'm looking at the main mpd article outside of
0: VentureBeat. there it is nintendo switch outsold playstation and xbox in june i'm really interested to see like you said now that nintendo's announced those two devices what the uh what that trend is going to look like for
1: them i mean sales were
0: cool a little bit i don't think it'd be a huge drop though Nintendo Switch is the only platform showing year-on-year growth, said Piscatella. Hardware spending in June 2019 dropped 33% when compared to a year ago to 235000000 million. Year-to-date hardware spending has declined 20% versus a year ago to $1.3 billion. The PS4 DualShock 4 black wireless controller is the best-selling controller both in June and for the first half of 2019. <laughs> People still love buying them some DualShocks. Uh, next up, Pillars of Eternity Complete Edition coming to Switch on August eighth. It will be out on the eShop August eighth for fifty bucks. This is an Obsidian game. This has been out for a while, right? On I haven't on PS- other platforms.
1: PS Four. I played it. It's pretty good. I
0: think I've almost picked it up. It's like twenty bucks, right? Like it's not an expensive title.
1: mm mm It's uh, it's very uh, Baldur's Gate, Diablo-esque. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, The stories from Jamatsu, award winning writing story and artwork of Pillars of Eternity along with the expanded world and content of the White March parts 1 and 2 all major updates from the original PC version including a raised level cap expanded party AI options and new difficulty levels the deep and classic real time with pause combat system that feeds your inner tactician are you a fan of this series sir
1: yeah I've played it it's pretty good Uh, like I said I'm a big fan of Baldur's Gate as soon as they announced those games I bought them on the, the consoles. I know you're looking forward to those new ports. Yeah, I mean, I, I have like uh, I have physical box copies for PC. I have digital copies. I have the hands you got your original PC copies? I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'll spend the money again just to get it on consoles. You'll yeah.
0: support. Mm-hmm. Vote with your wallet, SSR. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
0: our last bit of news. EA Access is now out on PS4 after previously being on Xbox One and PC. It is $5 a month or $30 for a year. And uh, hot tip, it's often on Newegg for like 25 ish at least it is for Xbox. Um, EA Access, of course, comes with uh, their whole, like I think they call it the Vault, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes with some mostly older games, but there's some pretty good stuff in there still. Uh, I think the key feature of that is that you get a 10-hour trial of new titles. So, like, the newest Battlefield launches, you can, I think not only do you get the 10 hours, you get to play it early, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah typically it's like a week earlier 10 days earlier Yeah, like I think a lot of people do that with Madden like some people
0: have already been playing Madden for a while
1: I've seen some people on my feed playing Madden 20 or something like that That's...
0: how does that work if you get if you if it launches early and you get your 10 hours in let's say in the first day you get your 10 hours do you get to buy it Yeah then? look at that and...
1: access will have play first trials Madden NFL 20 is live now yeah cuz I could swear that I saw RDL. some people on my and my friends list playing NFL Madden 20 I was like they're already on 20
0: Uh, This news comes from Destructoid. We haven't had an article from them in a while. Uh, Their vault is basically, on PS4, is a sports fest. You get every FIFA game from 2015 to current, every Madden game from 2016 to current, nope, 2015 to current, every NBA Live from 2015 to current, every NHL from 16 on, the first Rory McIlroy PGA Tour game, and the past three UFC games. Then you also get A Way Out, the co-op, I can never remember his name, but it's an EA original
1: title, uh, Battlefield 1, Battlefield 4, Battlefield Hardline, Battlefield 5, Burnout Paradise, Dragon so, Age, Hodgepodge the greatest hits of whatever's been released already on PS4, so, mm. I mean, there's no surprises there. Need for Speeds, Mass Effect Andromeda, yeah. Plants vs.
0: Zombies, both Battlefronts, The Sims 4, Titanfall 2, and both Unravel games. Outside of the vault, uh, Destructoid goes on to note, there's also an Anthem trial, and looking ahead, EA Access will have Play First Trials for Madden 28. that's the one you said is out now, and FIFA 20, which comes out September 27th. Mm-hmm. Pretty good programming if you're down with that kind of stuff. Uh, they go on to note, too, that you are missing the backwards compatible games that come with the Xbox One. so... Basically, Black on the original Xbox, the Mass Effect games, which is a big one,
1: Dead Space, Dead Space... Some pretty good games uh, if you're looking to compare Dragon it Age.
0: to. You get the uh, backward compatible Dragon Age games on the two. Xbox One. I believe it's not so. Bad. All right, that's it for news. You have anything else to answer? Nah. You have any interest in the uh, the EA Access?
1: No, not for me.
0: I got a good deal on the Xbox One years ago, before backwards compatibility really took off. Mm-hmm. You could play, you know, you could pop Mass Effect. I, I think the Mass Effect's already had them and everything, but it was convenient to just have a service and pop it on there. But I didn't play enough of it. I maybe played five hours for my 20 bucks. And, I'm going to
1: be honest with you. I got fucking uh, Game Pass for free, and I haven't downloaded a game from it yet. No so Game, no game Pass titles?
0: Something will hit. You have it there for that reason. I mean, it'll pay for itself with that first game. Basically,
1: the the price we paid for I it. Don't use it. I have too many other games I want to play versus this. I go through that list every time. I was like,
0: eh. Maybe. Mm. Not really. No not time. even maybe.
1: Not even enough for me to sit there and put in a different list for me to like. Oh, I'll think about it later. I'm just like, eh i are playing something else.
0: Let's pop something in. Well, what have you been playing, sir? You like that segue? No, oh, yeah. Yeah, get look you at, some. Look
1: at you. thinking on your feet. Segue here, there. Segue there.
0: You want to start? You want me to start?
1: No, I can start. We're right here. Let's get this uh, queued up here. Yep, we gotta change our notes over. So, my game's played. Pretty much uh, I, I'm going through a lot of the same. Uh, I'm going through my Small Trails of Cold Steel update, where I'm slowly going through, reuniting the... Class 7, they have all spread out throughout the lands, and you have to go through different points and reunite them to get together before they can decide what they want to do and take their part in the Civil War they're going through. I won't go into much detail about it.
0: Did you already reunite classes 1 through 6?
1: Uh, they never existed, so yes. Thus, I can reunite stuff that doesn't exist, yeah. It was sure. a prerequisite? No, I mean, it was already automatically done since as as I started the game. Excellent. Yep. Final Fantasy 14, this is the. Um, Man, I've got so many fucking hours in that game now. Almost, Is it still got its hooks in you? It's good. It's good. I'm still in the first one. So, I mean, okay. it, I'm finally getting uh, to the point in the game where I'm seeing more and more of the story. So, I mean, you have uh, these three nations that are um, very reminiscent of fucking Lord of the Rings. You know, it seems like there's a nation in the trees. And I'm like, there's some, like, kind of like other <laughs> people. It's like, uh, there's, there's some Lord of the Rings shit in here. I'm like, yeah, I can clearly see it as day. So. That, that high fantasy only gets you so far. Are there orcs and everything? not yet only, you got different races in there but i mean there's there's one point when i went into the second city because like you're you, you you do the first area and uh, i forgot what the name is like huldah or something like that and you meet the ruler there and uh and they kind of give you more in the backstory story where somebody was attacking um from the northern nation was trying to take over their nation so like you have one continent trying to take over another continent and the continent you're on happens to be three separate nations and they all kind of team up together to fight back to get a they have a fort there they have a common enemy all of a sudden mm-hmm. instead of each other right almost like kind of like lord of the rings it's weird right imagine man. that yeah. so but outside of that it all starts because i think somebody summoned meteor and they're trying to destroy the land and then they summon bahamut and i'm like what the fuck is happening that's so, final fantasy seven so yeah so you're getting your games mixed up nope this is exactly what's happening so you have one they're trying to fight off meteor and there's one there's a uh, bahamut which bahamut dies so wow yeah, not Final Fantasy Seven. Not Final so, Fantasy Seven yeah. at all. So um, outside of that, I mean, the nation to the north is using Magitek armor, which very looks uh, very similar to Final Fantasy Twelve's judges. Okay. Um, but a lot of the machines are using is similar to the machines they have for Magitek in Final Fantasy VI. Six. Yep. So a lot of uh, blurring of uh, Final Fantasies in there so far. It so, borrows from it in the right places, though, right? It seems like it, mm-hmm. it builds its lore with, with good contributions. Yeah, and then, I mean, the guy who does the music on there does a pretty good job is uh, Masayoshi Soken. And Umetsu, he, he does a couple of his tracks and does uh, kind of like refreshes on there for a lot of like uh, Clash on the Bridge and, uh, I mean, whatever he's done previously. And he did some new ones on there that are actually pretty good. I've been killing the soundtrack uh, driving into work. I saw that Clash on the Big Bridges on the
0: 12 soundtrack, too. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to touch on 12. I've been playing it a lot, but I've been wearing out its soundtrack also. Mm-hmm. God, there's like some good music in there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they also got some uh, rehashes of 12 and, and 14 as well. Cool. So, uh, yeah, outside of that, I, I'm, I'm going through it, and it's going to be a slow grind. So, I mean, there's nothing really much up there other than I finally went to the Second City. Yeah, you go in there, and you, you meet somebody who, who did the war and and with the united nation like the three groups that united um and you got to go back there and they're trying to do like a ode to like the people past and reunite the groups and so you're going through and it's just a way for you to meet the leaders of each area so and that's what i'm going through the second city has so many fucking people from the server on there because <laughs> i came up there's like what the fuck there's names everywhere in the certain areas it was like because i didn't it was kind of empty and dead in the first world but in the second world it's like as soon as i get out there it's like i've had to take a picture it's like fucking names everywhere so
0: is that like the new hub city or something for the second or is that a hub for the
1: no it's not like you can go to each one and there's different quests in each one uh so i guess it's whatever everybody's just working on right now is in that second hub so um once the third one which is like the the tree base one which is kind of like the elves from lord of the rings i mentioned (laughs) earlier so i got that whole fucking vibe from there did they live forever uh no I haven't gotten that far in this the back uh, the background on those characters yet I mean I just literally they just introduced me it's like yeah I'll be part of this entourage and and I just kind of just took a break from there Wait is
0: your entourage escorting uh two young two short type people to a volcano to toss a, a ring into it
1: no, no there's no escorting at all You're so. not doing that yet Mm-mm.
0: No fellowship is is being founded
1: There's no volcano There's no rings There's no uh, gong. <laughs> There's no rings Yeah so <laughs> I don't think I don't think we'll get there. Uh, outside of that, I did put some more time in Onimusha Warlords. It's something I just tend to fuck around with. So yeah. I put like maybe I always fired up, I was like, yeah, I put five ten more minutes, and then end up putting in like an hour into it every time. Probably uh, almost done then. You said
0: it was about six hours.
1: Yeah, I'm almost at the very end where you, you go through the Demon Tower and you go down to Nobunaga for that final uh, battle. Um, been putting more time in Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I actually played that a lot last night. I almost done with the first act. Um, I haven't played Ultimate Alliance 1. I I, I know I've spoken with you and told you I went through Ultimate Alliance 2, Mm -hmm. which uh, I think is a more polished game and the story was way better. Uh, Ultimate Alliance 1 is not that bad. Outside of that, I I keep getting that bullshit... uh, Early gen Xbox music. It's just me playing the game, and then they come up there like It's like a default track, I'm just sitting there humming like dun 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 dun. it's like some kind of weird techno thing that they dun 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 dun.
0: just plug it in.
1: We ran out of yeah, I'm like what the fuck? We ran out of space. It's weird. Uh, I was like yeah, whatever. Um, outside of that, i have played a little bit more Ultimate lines three, and then on the Switch, the new one. Uh. I, it does look like the Spider-Man's voice by uh, Atkins, who also voices Spider-Man on the PS4. So it looks like they're keeping that thing of whoever they're uh, they're getting on the Marvel Universe. They're gonna keep going across uh, throughout the games. A little bit so, of continuity. Yeah, just a little bit, because it does take place where I'm at. I'm on the raft, so I'm going through, and I guess the Green Goblin took over the raft, so I'm trying to get it back from him. Just okay. be Sandman. So how does Sandman look? Was a pretty cool uh, yeah. he's enemy and fucking everything. huge, and mm-hmm. you have to do the water cannons that turn them to like cement and yes. to do damage to them. Excellent. They got a little uh, a little more from the comics, yeah. As it should be. It's pretty good. How does yeah. a Green Goblin look? It's typical Green Goblin. It's not like a uh, original Spider Man trilogy of Green Goblin's like comic book Green Goblin with the avenge green hat me. and yeah. <laughs> um. No, avenge me. No, 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 no. Not the with the green hat and everything. So, and the fucking actual pumpkins is thrown out there and yeah. the psychotic Green Goblin with this, like... It's like the green and purple outfit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's old school Green Goblin. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I did, I've did i been playing a lot of uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii U, so... You still digging that? I finally got past um, almost to the part where I'm like, I stopped on the 3DS, where I had to lose uh, Fiona twice in a row, and I'm like... I
0: only ever get to that, like, first cave area with the sandworms and all that.
1: Is that the one where we had to go refill the canisters? Is that what you're talking about? The very, very first one? Or you passed after one? you leave the town. I, that's extremely big. After the huge battle? or After the first big battle. Okay, there we go. Yep. Yeah, because there's the multiple times i leave town and then come back, so. Okay. I mean, you got to get the gas canisters. you got to go to the military installation so you typically leave the town.
0: Probably was working my way to get to the military installation every time before I said...
1: No more. No, I'm fine with it. It's still pulling me along. I'm, I'm fucking going to beat this game. It's going oh, to happen. the Wii U. I've
0: been thinking about hooking up my Wii U still. Yeah, I'm... Um.
1: You saw they're losing the Amazon Prime Video channel. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like the Hulu one where you're like, you must use an update. This app is no longer supported because you got to buy it on the Switch. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's whatever. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going through this thing now where I'm going through the virtual console, which there's a ton of games on there, and... And I'm like, all right, well, what do I, what do I want? Before it's a smart move because yeah. we got the plug pulled on the on the Wii one. So I'm going through like the Wii ones, and then I'm going through the the DS ones because that's the only one we got a DS Virtual Console, and the yeah. GBA one. I, I downloaded Golden Sun, Golden Sun two, and I'm like, how I'm much gonna, are
0: those? Just out of curiosity. I think they were like seven bucks or something. Like okay. that. I can't remember that.
1: No more than ten. I can't remember off the top of my head.
0: Now, do they play on the pad or
1: do they play on the TV? How does the GBA both. stuff work? Oh, yeah, you can do both. That's helpful. Yeah, looks better on the pad because you get the stretch resolution. Yeah, if you do it on the TV, but plays fine. So. Okay. Because you gotta remember, i played playing in a 4K TV, so it upconverts. So, so some of that stuff's like, eh. I mean, mm-hmm. Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles actually does, looks pretty good on the on the TV. Yeah, it looks better on the pad though. I love Golden Sun.
0: One of my all-time favorite oh,
1: RPGs. Don't forget your punch. Between <laughs> the giant hand, just grabs it off the wall and throws it on you. Yep. Like, uh, the, uh, that's weird. What they call them Psy or something?
0: Maybe? Psychic? I, don't know. I think it's Psy abilities. I
1: don't know. I, I had a
0: guy, when I played that game. I got all the gin for the magic and
1: the summons and everything. Mm-hmm. The summons were awesome. I did too. I, I just never played the second game. I never did reason. either.
0: As much as I loved that first one, mm-hmm. I never played the second one.
1: Which is what, like, the second half? Yeah, yeah. It like literally picks up where the first one ends. Yeah, they. But this, you were playing as the as the, the other team.
0: Yeah, the antagonist. The, from the, before
1: the B team, the P team.
0: <laughs> I think that's what threw me off, and I just never, I never picked up. The I, Lost which Age.
1: is funny because that's that's fucking like Camelot made Shining Force three, and Shining Force three has diff, three different scenarios to get the full story, and it's like kind of did that shit with Golden Sun. They so. only
0: got one in English.
1: Yeah, that sucks. Well, I mean, there's a fan translation for all of them, so they are out there. Yeah, we need to figure out how to rip them. Etsy has them on there too, if you want to. You've get seen it right. them on there? Yeah. Mm. I've look since we're getting that Polymega, There's there's fucking RPGs. I'm like, uh, I'm in this huge RPG kick right now, obviously. But you can, I'm sitting there like, what RPGs do I want to play on the Saturn? Yeah. Since it's backwards, I mean, since it's uh, not backwards compatible, but since it's uh, playable on the polymega and i'm like and that's on, on my list with all three scenarios And there you got the original one and the fan translations for two and three so
0: i meant to tell you before that the, we had a hard drive crash here well it became disconnected from the computer we mm-hmm. ended up swapping it out and i just looked at the hard disk like what's on here maybe it's something that i need to get off of here i have a complete set of all region sega cd games so we have all those at our disposal There we go. I've every released Sega CD game in that in that package. It's 90 gigs of Sega CD. All I care
1: about is Popful Mill and Lunar.
0: Hey, either way, we have access to everything. You could have a Sega CD box.
1: That's all I've been asking for. (laughs) All you could ever want. Yeah, because I mean, I've I've got you on uh, Popful Mill. man. I love me some Popful Mill. We played that, right? Mm -hmm. We popped that in my Sega CD. Yeah, because you burned a copy on there. Yeah, because it was like 2D action one. I still have that, so we're good. We know that's a good image. Yeah. 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 I'm excited about playing that one. There's a lot of good RPGs on there. Um, they should be shipping soon, right? I don't know. Because they were doing pre orders. They were supposed to ship this summer, and then they're going to go to retail this fall. They haven't updated yet. I've been I checking. Seen. Yeah. You've been looking recently? Mm-hmm. I checked like the other day because I could have sworn it was going to be the beginning of August, but it's all dependent on supply. Because the last. I looked mm. at the update they did last time. It's all. Because they pushed it back to late summer because of supply constraints from intel and they said that they would be able to ship all the pre-orders this summer just as long as the supply from intel held up but there hasn't been like an official update in twitter recently that was the last time before they did the the second pre-order push which they're still currently in right now trying to see
0: if there's an update on there nope currently waiting for supply from intel to fulfill the first round of pre-orders which is what you said
1: i mean that's all they're worried about is the first round so Fourteen Which they millimeter should, CPU supply shortage. Since everybody um, placed their money in, it, like, almost a year ago, probably mm-hmm. or more than so, but, a, I
0: think it's been six months. Yeah. Enough time for me to pay it off one hundred hundred dollars a month.
1: now some of the first round was. Remember, we kicked around the first round. We waited. We did think about it. You're right. Yeah. That has been a year. So yeah. Outside of that, I'm like I said. I'm, that, the, these are my ongoing games right now. Kind of got like a, a little bunch of bu- I'm back on my bullshit where I'm just playing 85 different versions of RPGs, but.
0: This is what happens. Um, we, I, know, we know this about you, sir.
1: I did pick up a Data Live Rio Reincarnation on a PS4. Uh, what is that? It is my visual number bullshit. I'm back on my bullshit again rpgs and visual novels yeah that's all i'm about man you're you sir do your thing so th- this game is like uh it's three data life games and one disc so you have a port of the first two on ps3 that we never got and then a third game on ps4 and they just kind of kind of combine all three of them on there okay it gets all i mean if you get to where it's about it's just based off this anime um which i i started playing the first game and i'm just i'm fucking lost as hell because these characters are already there they don't introduce them they're like they kind of introduce them, but it's like, they, they just like, oh, I met this spirit, blah, blah, blah. And my you sister. already know who it is? My sister runs this organization, and I was like, ah, this is not enough for me. So I ended up just buying the fucking anime. So they win. Fuck you.
0: So it's based off of that. Yeah. So you have to watch the anime as a prequel to the, the visual novel. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I'm like, eh, I stopped. I stopped, play like the first hour. And I was like, no, let me just watch the anime. So maybe I'll get into it more. And enjoy more. You won't be as lost. Yeah. I've been staring at that spider this whole time. It was there. And <laughs> he's just chilling. Made his way down there, yeah. Oh, he's
0: just inching his way down? Yeah.
1: That's what I was looking up uh, earlier in the right-hand corner.
0: At least it's not the Millipede of Doom that was in here that time. Nope. Remember that beast?
1: Yeah. Yeah, your fucking Millipede game you have over there. <laughs> yeah, arcade cabinet. <laughs> Come um, to life. Mm-hmm. Just missing that little whatever ship that shoots those pellets at it.
0: Do, do, turns them into the mushrooms.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, so, eh, I mean, I, outside of what I know on there, it's kind of like some kind of weird organization where they're trying to save the world and they get these spirits that kind of manifest in the world, and, and naturally they all happen to be female. And you have to, at some point, date them. Thus, the name Date Alive so I don't know I can't really say what's more about it I was like eh let me watch anime and see what this is about and get a better idea maybe I should have did some pre-research on there I don't know whatever it's a visual novel I, 90% of the time I buy them anyways even though they sometimes turn out to be shit but outside of that I did also pick up a Kill a Kill F. Uh played a little bit on the Switch I picked it up on Switch and I picked it up on PS4 I don't usually I'd stop buying both mm-hmm. but I'm a big Kill a Kill fan I mean this tattoo straight from the manga. I know it's one of your kill. favorites. Yeah. What's so good about it? Um it's just nonsense. I like it. I coming mean, you're it's basically clothes that gives uh, people powers and they're fighting and they're fighting uh, for like a student council president in school. Okay. <laughs> so outside of that Excellent. Um I mean it's this is like a fighting game. It's made by Arc Systems. Um it's pretty good. It looks very, very well. Uh like the anime just like it. They it did a good, good job. job on that. Mm-hmm. So, I've only got maybe about an hour into it. Uh, My PS4 once shipped out. So, that's the one that uh, I. It's shipping late because I got a collector's edition for the ARC system store, which they haven't really done too many games. Is that an import or is that something we got here? Something we got here, yeah. Because yeah. I actually imported the one from Amazon in the UK because they didn't say if we're going to get it here or not. And, I, and then they canceled it for Amazon in the UK because they're like, we're actually not going to have these. And I was like, all right, whatever. I tried yeah and then they just randomly popped up and they sold out like i think a week later okay oh uh, about a week ago kill lock hill on um, fighting game yeah it's pretty good i like it uh, i'll have more to talk about it throughout the week i'm excited to
0: hear about this next one because i also downloaded this demo i just have yet to play it
1: oninaki yep actually beat it last night uh i got maybe three hours into it it's a pretty oh. long demo um it's it's pretty good. It's like an action RPG. It's not like the turn-based ones they've done in the past from that studio, that Tokyo RPG factory. They made... Um, I, am I Am Setsuna and Lost Sphere. Yeah, gotcha. which were seemed to be more turn-based. I haven't played too much Lost Sphere, so I can't speak on it. I don't want anybody to correct me on it, but I get the impression it was turn-based.
0: I know you played a good bit of Setsuna.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Oninaki's, uh, you kind of played You start out this game and the name of the character escapes me. I apologize. But uh, he, he loses both his parents. This game deals with a lot of, of death from what I can tell on there. Okay, He loses his parents and they have these, um, uh, I don't know, they're kind of like priests or something like that where they are able to guide the dead to be reincarnated based off their religion. Like They have lingering spirits to stay in that world. They're not supposed to stay in that world. They're supposed to guide the spirits through so they can be reincarnated and and start the life cycle again. So, I mean, you start off with this... Like a, like a Shinigami of sorts? Basically. Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. Because they go into what they call the veil. Uh, but I'll get into that in a second. So, I mean, you start off with this kid who loses his parents. And um, your, your childhood friend, her her dad is like one of these um, bearingers of Spirits that shelters him on. And he's like, well, I can tell your parents to go on. And he's like, nah, no, 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 I'm, I'm not worried about it. It's like, I don't, I'm not lingering on there. And so it flash forwards and he's uh, an adult... Uh, his him and his childhood friend are both uh, these bearingers of spirits. Um, at, they grow into this role. He's a little bit more cold mm-hmm. versus where he, I mean, you're supposed to you're supposed to give into their last wishes to help them move on. And he's kind of like straight to the point. Um, I mean, he, he when he was young, he sees his young girl uh, when his parents died, and he doesn't know what that means. And you just get forward like 18 years, so you go through it and. Um, you go into this area where you find this uh, spirit of a young boy, maybe about 10 years old, who's having a hard time moving on. Okay. He keeps saying, trying to find his parents. So it's like, okay, I'll, we'll help you find your parents to help you move on. So then it goes into the the battle system where you um, have these spirits that are tied to your main character. Um, you can do it to three at a time. and They have different types of attacks. So like the one you come with, I forgot the name of the spirit, but uh, she has like a katana, and then you find one later on that has a spear. And then you can uh, kind of like... Um, Depending which spirit you have, that you can go through and level them up and dip different attacks on there, like uh, and then sign them to different buttons from like circle, square. Um, is that triangle. one of the spirits? I'm looking at a Kotaku article. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it looks like their job is called Watchers. Does
0: that sound right? Yep, that's Watchers. what they are, Watchers. Yep. So um, that looks. The art style looks amazing.
1: Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, it's not. It's not turn based. It's more of a action RPG, mm-hmm. uh, reminiscent of like um, Final Fantasy Venture. Um, Secret of mana, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, you get the HP gauge in the top left, and you go through, and you just have attacks catered to different buttons, and you go through, and you, and then these Watchers can they can they can go through a, what they call the veil, which is like kind of like um the world of the dead. It switches back and forth, so you you're, you're in the world of the living, and then you can switch to the world of the dead. Uh, there's certain areas that's kind of like uh, darkness is covering it up, so mm-hmm. you have to like go back to the world of the living and defeat a monster that's kind of like uh they call the eyes. And that opens up the the world of the dead. So you kind of flip back and forth. Uh, um, Heather Alexandria from
0: or Heather Alexandra from Kotaku compares it to uh, Twilight Princess, like clearing out those shadow
1: realm areas. Yeah, because it's like it's pure darkness, you, and you can't get through it, and you, you can't even tell what the monsters are, and they're just fucking you up. This excites me. I think I'm gonna try this one out. So I, I, the demo I read lets you carry your status. Yep. When I beat mean it, it lets me save. Cool. And it's like you can carry it over. So um. Outside of that, you get up there and you get to the parents, and just to give you an idea of how the the story goes, it's like you tell the parents, like, "Yeah, we got your son here. He's having a hard time moving it on." Mm-hmm. And the son's like, "Well, they always promise it will be uh, be with me." So the parents decided that they um, they're going to go ahead and die, so they can they can go with their child to the next uh, reincarnation. And so him as the washer, the main character, kills both of them. Oh my god! And so yeah, seriously, I mean, they have to do whatever they they can to make the spirits go on. So and the parents were willing to like yeah they're like we can't leave our son so oh god so uh, this game deals with a lot of death i I won't go in much more detail about that some
0: valkyrie profile style
1: shit yeah yeah wow so it's a little. It pulls from a little bit of everything. Then you go back to the headquarters, and I, I won't go more into the story. That just kind of gives you like a taste of what it was about. I
0: think that's enough into the story. Yeah. that's deep. Well, I mean, that's, that's just,
1: deep shit. That's the first forty-five minutes. So that's deep, though. Yeah. For a demo, especially. Oh, and it's it's the like, whole first part of the game. I thought it right? was done after that, but no, you keep going. You get another hour, mm-hmm. an hour and fifteen minutes. It gives you enough in there to, to decide if they uh to buy this game or not. Because at this point, I was gonna get both, and I was just gonna get import both from Japan because they have the English option on there for okay. physical copies. Since we're not getting it this time over here, we got it for the last fear and I bought both for the last fear And so, but I thought about I was like, I might actually just buy this one digital and then just pick up the physical copies later just so I can um, give it a go. Support, yeah. That way they show that we have a market for it. Because you get to a point on there where you, you finally get to the point where the demo ends. You mm-hmm. meet a character, and something happens to that character, and you're running over to see what happened to that character, and it fucking ends. You knew it was going to end. I saw it coming, I was like, Fuck. Oh, I knew it was coming. He wanted yeah. to keep playing. Yeah, basically, it's got you, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm down. It comes out the 22nd, so that is Oninaki. Yeah, by Square Enix's RPG. I think it's on uh, it's, it's on PS4, Factory. it's on Switch, it's on Steam. Steam. yep and uh, the demo is available on all three of those platforms. It looks like too. I did it on PS4. Yeah, it so, played well. Yeah, it plus it so good and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I'd imagine it probably looks the same on all of them. it doesn't. It's not really a graphically intense game, so. It doesn't look super detailed, but the, like it looks like it could be one of those
0: timeless art styles, like you know, mm-hmm. done right and can age well type things.
1: No, I I think it would age fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of a yeah. cell shaded look to it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I like it. I'm yeah. gonna play that demo. Yeah, you should. It's good. I, I like it all. I'll, I'll keep going with it. I'm probably gonna buy a digital copy, and i will probably eventually get the physical ones down the road at some point. So. Oninaki. I will try out Oninaki. if you're done. Yep, I'm done. Everything uh, everything on my end is done. What what have you played? When
0: I'm not playing Final Fantasy XII. We talked about it last week. I didn't see it coming. (laughs) We talked about it last week. I actually took the plunge. Uh, I'm two and a half hours in, I think. And um, I followed your advice from last week. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the run function. When I was doing the run on PS4, I was running everywhere. And that broke the game to me. I was like, "That kills it for me too." It is. It,
1: it's a nice feature, and I guess that's for for some people who want to go through it quickly. But I, for me, it, it kind of robs the story. I'm like, eh. I'm like, feels like it's making me feel like I'm rushing through the game. And
0: I felt the same way the my first go around. Um, so for listeners not familiar with Final Fantasy XII, it's not turn based. It's more of a MMO style battle system, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's not an active time battle system. There is some sort of delay in there. Like, Technically, it is still turn-based. There's some kind of math in there telling you the enemy's going to attack, and then you can attack, and vice versa, right? But I found as slow as those battles were and getting across those big sections of the map, because this game's expansive. It's mm-hmm. fucking huge. Um, that's when I turn on the, the quick. That's when I double-time it.
1: There's a fucking desert stage. I don't remember what the area is called, but it's like it's... There's a lot of, uh, it looks like oil drilling and stuff like that. That was fucking huge. Really? And, uh, I would, when I go through it, I would just do the speed through just so I can get to the one end and back and forth. And there was a point just where it's like, I was like... Just go get whatever you needed to get, not yeah. grind. And then yeah. I would sit there for like, eh, fuck it, I need to move up some levels. And I'd just go from one end of the map back to the beginning and then go back to the other end of the map and just move up some levels. And yeah. just, it was enough to keep me interested in the game without I'm me like, oh, I'm so fucking tired of grinding, moving up levels. I'm
0: already further than I got in the PS4 one with less time somehow. I guess yeah. I just remember kind of where to go and what to do. Uh, I found a guide to follow for the Zodiac Age. So the big deal between the Zodiac Age and the original release of Final Fantasy XII is that it lets you pick the jobs and reassign the jobs for your characters. Mm-hmm. Like you can have two per character. And I think I was talking with you in the chat about like a certain build or something like that. And I didn't even find anything detailed. It just said, like, use Vaughn for this and this. And use uh, Pinello for this and this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anything super detailed. So
1: I've seen some out there where they tell you where certain jobs would be. benefit them so yeah another
0: perk of the of the zodiac ages it's got a new game plus so if i want to like 100 percent it after that if i beat the main i want to beat the main story i want to see what the game's all about but if i'm like totally hooked on this battle system is it's damn good it definitely scratches an itch that's not that turn-based itch but there's a certain strategy to it i'm kind of excited to get the gambits going to get the uh the conditions and all that set up they're in there but i haven't spread out that license board enough to where it you know it's it's really affecting anything
1: yeah, I'm people, just unlocking basic. Some people armor got and the gambit set up where they can just get in the battle, and don't do
0: shit. So. Yeah, they just stand there and let yeah. everything go. I do wish, and maybe this is a, an early gambit or something. Like, if I walk up to a wolf and it engages me and it's doing the attack, I still have to select the attack. Like, I can't just stand there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, I thought I had read somewhere that if you whatever your last action was, it'll just go ahead and normally do that. But it, it's not doing that for me. And I'm like, really? I just fought this one wolf. Now another one's coming up to me and I haven't attacked that again. But uh, Final Fantasy XII is great. The music's phenomenal. I can't believe how good the music is. And just the areas and things like that. And now that they're on uh, uh, Apple Music and Amazon Music and all that, I can play it in the house. I just... Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Hitoshi um, Sakaguchi, I think it is. No, it's not a Sakaguchi. Oh, man, I should know this guy's name. I've asked for so many songs for her to play. I uh, should have this close. Why don't I have this close? The soundtrack is by... This was the first one that was not Uematsu, even though I think he helped write... Sakimoto
1: or something?
0: Yeah, Hitoshi Sakimoto. You had it. should have jumped in there, sir. You should have saved me.
1: I just popped in my head.
0: <laughs> Sakimoto.
1: Yeah, because that was, that was their world for um, Tactics. Cause yep. thing, he also had his hand in the music for Tactics. And
0: Vagrant Story. Yeah. Which you sent us a list of like what top... 10 RPGs to beat in a weekend or something like that. Vagrant Story was on there. Have you ever beat that?
1: The Metal Gear Solid of uh, yeah. RPGs. We now. should
0: fire it up and play it.
1: I've, I've only played the beginning and then I was like, and the battle system is very line pointy, kind of like a Final Fantasy XII. Yep. You could definitely see the roots there, like mm-hmm. looking at the cover art and everything. Evil We should try out some Vagrant Story, sir. Mm-hmm.
0: Turn on the smoothing on the PS2. Let it smooth out some of those jaggies.
1: When you download it on PS3, it's only 97 megs, it's a small file. It's 97 megs the I whole game? So. Yeah, it's, I think it's less than 100 megs. I think I have a digital copy. Yeah.
0: We can turn the smooth in on on PS3 and everything?
1: Yeah. Nice. Speed up and everything, yeah, the exact same features. It's just you're just running it off an ISO, that's the only difference, instead of running off CD. Instead so, of a CD rom mm, It's the
0: exact same thing. God bless backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. Long live its Life. May it rain forever. Hopefully. It will somewhere. <laughs> this, some this is moment. the dream. I mean... Uh, so that's Final Fantasy XII. I am. Um, I did the first mission. Like You have to ch- charge these sunstones and find a missing kid in a village in the desert. The Giza Plains. Good music. Uh, and now I'm back in the waterway. And I think I'm about to meet um, the Han and Chewie of the game. <laughs> I saw them in a cutscene and I'm like, alright, here they come. I remember getting them, and you referenced the judges earlier in the episode. I remember meeting them in my first PS2 mm-hmm. playthrough. Dude, when I got this game for PS2, I couldn't put it down. I was playing it like crazy. And uh, this is—I haven't made it that far. I was headed to like the tomb of the king or something on PS2. Mm-hmm. If I remember right, it's been thirteen years. The king's tomb, maybe. Um, other games—it's actually a bunch of games you recommended. I tried out Alpha Alpha, Alpha Protocol for PC. Um, the delisted version. Yes, it is the delisted version. <laughs> I bought it that day. It was like, no, i got to have this. And uh, so I fired it up on PC, and it's okay. I can see where people had complaints with it. The story seems good. The gameplay is kind of iffy. Yeah. Um, and then I got to a hacking mini game that I just, for the life of me, could not figure out. I don't think I was doing something wrong. I think my controller binding was screwed up somehow. And I was like, you know what? I don't have patience for this. I downloaded it, I saw what it was like. I'll come back to it later if ever probably not yeah <laughs> Alpha Protocol did not do it for me. That's one of the type of games I think I'd, I'd enjoy watching someone who's like really good at it or really enjoys it like if this is one of yours or Michael's games I mm-hmm. would enjoy watching you guys play it it did not do it for me. It might have been a time and place type thing. I think I did buy it new though actually so then there's that. Uh, the last one is kind of the highlight of the week, even though I'm really enjoying Final Fantasy XII. Alan Wake.
1: I fired this up for PC. This has long been one of your favorite games. I, uh, yep, I still remember it fondly. It's one of the games I remember a lot of in there. Yeah. There's some stuff I can't recall in certain games, but this was one of them I can recall.
0: I can see why. Yeah. Um, this game runs flawlessly on our desktops. It's at max settings, it's beautiful. It looks great. Um,. You watch a little intro cutscene, he's almost like a Stephen King-esque writer, mm-hmm. and he's trying to get away with his wife on a vacation. Something Stephen King probably would have done too.
1: Right? Just to clear mm-hmm. his head. Living in the middle of nowhere in Maine. Yeah.
0: And um, so it starts off with him having a nightmare, and one of his characters from his story is trying to kill him. Is this, uh, Mr. Scratch? Um, Is that what they called him? He was a hitchhiker. He doesn't have a name yet. Ah, uh, yes. Spoilers? I don't know, because I'm trying to recall if that's what it was called or not. <laughs> so this guy with the axe is chasing me like five minutes into the game, and I had no idea this is where it was going to go. I was like, I don't know if I can handle this right now. It was just me. It was late at night. I was by myself. This shit was intense, man. It was <laughs> it was a thriller. It gets to you. I took a screenshot of it and uh, right after the intro, and I sent you a picture, but you didn't get it till the next morning. Yeah, the writing on the boat. Oh, my God. So... You play this whole intro sequence, your heart's pounding, and then it ends up that it was just a dream at the time. And then he's going on the vacation. You see him driving through this picturesque, it's fall, I think it's Maine, like you said. It's a town called Bright Falls. Mm -hmm. And uh, as Alan Wake, he's an author, as he gets there, he goes in this diner to get uh, the keys to the cabin that he and his wife have rented. And uh, the waitress recognizes him. She's a big fan. She's got a standee of
1: his last...
0: Work right there,
1: handy. His this eight, one moment that they never know whatever happened. Right, it's just right there in the middle yeah, like, of the door. Finally, I held on to this. There's something. There's something unnerving about the whole setup. It's very. Uh, you, you know, the town is uh, very like uh, uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. Something's where, going on. Like it's not a regular town. It's weird. Something's off. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the
0: the first part when I'm being ferried to where I headed to the part with the waitress that some guy recognized me too as an author. So he's like, "Can I take a picture? Uh, can you come? I'm a radio host. Can you come on the radio show?" And then after I met the waitress and this really spooky lady gave me the wrong key to the wrong cabin, which I'm now headed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're listening to the radio, the waitress calls into the guy's radio show and is like, "I guess the secret's out. We all saw it. it's Alan Wake." And I'm Alan Wake's trying to be there, like, you know, incognito and kind of refresh himself. His agents calling, bugging mm-hmm. him, like, I hope, cre- yep. "Hope your creative juices are flowing." And it just, dude, the atmosphere is like the next book. You need to have the
1: next book in by this day. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's like constantly calling and bugging and texting and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. The atmosphere, the atmosphere in the intro I put up there with Bioshock—it's that much of an impact, Mm -hmm. like jumping into it. So, Um, I haven't gotten too much into the the game mechanics outside of just moving around and investigating things and stuff like that. But from what I've seen, it it, is it. it seems to be pretty well i did a little bit with the flashlight like freezing the the dude with the hatchet with the mm-hmm. with the flashlight and then i shot him with the gun but i haven't gotten those items back yet again that have been outside of the dream but uh does the pacing and story and all that just keep up as, as good as the intros? has yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Shit's good, it keeps man. going
1: it's and then great then towards the end it kind of starts throwing some throwing some loops at you and you're like what the fuck is happening so you just fight through it and figure it out at the end it's not what is happening bad it's like like what the you generally like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, trippy stuff. Yeah, eternal darkness type stuff. No, <laughs> not that intense. I don't, I don't know if anything would be internal darkness type stuff
0: <laughs> with the video thing in the top corner. Mm-hmm.
1: Psychomantis
0: would do that too. Remember, we'll say Hideo instead mm-hmm. of video. <laughs> so that's Alan Wake for uh, I'm actually playing that on PC, and it is going to be a free game on the Epic Game Store next week. Mm-hmm. You get Alan Wake and For Honor, so I'm kind of glad I kicked this off. Listeners definitely, if you have an Epic Game Store account, download this. If you don't, please make one just so you have this in your catalog. Yep. This is a this is an essential gaming title. I'm I'm starting to feel, and I think you feel that way. Mm-hmm. You bought me the 360 copy a long time ago. Yep. How old is that game? Ten years old now. Has it been that long? I wonder when it first released. It might be coming up. It's it's getting there. I saw somebody post on Twitter that uh, Wii oh. Sports Resort is now 10 years old. And so it's a retro game. So it's a retro game, officially. Mm-hmm. It hits the double digits. Uh, Allenway came on May fourteenth, 2010. Got another year. So we're a year away from it being not even a year a retro game. Like, a little bit of, oh, under a year. I did see some com- some comparisons of the Xbox 360 one and the PC. Mm-hmm. Definitely played on your PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if it got a 1X enhancement. Is it a 1X enhanced game? I don't think so. So the guy was not comparing it. I don't think he was comparing a 1X version of yeah. it. But PC looks freaking gorgeous. I can't believe how well it plays. It mm-hmm. looks awesome. Highly recommend Alan Wink. I will stick with Alan Wink. Alan Wink and Final Fantasy Twelve are going to be my go-tos. Also got the... Um, it went on sale. I got the SNK 40th Anniversary Collection. The Frank Sefaldi joint. Yeah, I got that in, but I haven't tried it out yet. I got a couple games that were on my bucket list too. For some reason, I didn't have *Turok Evolution* on PS2, Xbox, GameCube, none of those. So, did you play any of that one back in the day? A lot. You played *Turok Evolution*.
1: Uh, on the GameCube and yes. This is uh, I think it was me, Renee, and my brother, and we just fucking just grabbed those gravity cubes and just kept throwing at each other, kill each other. This is the one control. you. This is the yeah. one you were talking about. hmm It's that good of a time. It's fun. We had fun. I mean, just, it was just funny with the gravity cubes, because it was always bullshit. We always throw it. It's like, you sucked in there. And you're stuck. Everybody's like, fucking idiot. we got to try it out, too. Yeah. Like,
0: uh, I think that's it for us this yeah. week, sir. You ready to wrap it up? We're a little over an hour.
1: Yeah, new record. Pretty good. New
0: record. I mean, I think Michael and I's was like 59 minutes, exactly. Our game of the year was 45 minutes. That's our shortest one. There we one. go. And then we've had like two hours and 50 minutes.
1: Hmm. Keep it short and sweet. Yeah, this one's a, a low news week.
0: Uh, it's kind of late already. Do you want to jump into the stream? Do you want to stream anything tonight? Or do you want to save that we for can, later? We
1: can fire it up. I don't know if we'll stream it, but we can fire it up and play, play it. Play play so. a little yeah. bit? That works mm-hmm. for me.
0: All right, you can find our uh, social media stuff on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for No Podcast. We're mm-hmm. on both of those. We've uh, Twitter is mainly an update page for when episodes come out, it yep. seems like. I'd like to be more active on there. I'm just not sure how it would benefit our brand, like what our next steps need to be. We'll f- kick it around figure it out yeah. when we have our next uh, meeting with all of us here. Yeah, we need to whiteboard that one and figure out something. Mm-hmm. Um, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes. Spotify. Google Play Store. Overcast. Stitcher. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, our host. You can listen in any of those places. Um, iTunes is the big... Uh, podcast aggregator though, if you can leave us a review on iTunes, five stars, of course. Mm-hmm. I think we have a, I think we have an impeccable record so far. So, so far, so good. You look at it again. All right, guys, thank you for joining us for another week, and we'll catch you next week. Adiós. Bye.
1: get a whole food specifically um they actually got a pretty good deal like if you get blueberries it's cheaper there than it's kroger uh raspberries is cheaper there um meat is give and take depending on the sales but they do have like uh prime member sales where i think i, I get a big ass thing of organic blueberries for oh like yeah i forgot they're tied into amazon 4.99 yeah and it's like you can get them for like 6.99 at kroger and it's the tiny ones so